Hey guys, how you doing? This is Ryan Light with BeatAnxiety.me, where we will be going over the trials and tribulations of anxiety and how we heal the underlying causes. Hey guys, how you doing? This is Ryan Light with Beat Anxiety, and welcome to my podcast number 12. And just beginning in the new 2020 year, a new decade for that matter. So, uh, uh, happy new year. Uh, I haven't made a podcast in a little while, a couple of weeks, so I thought I'd get on here and just kind of do some free thoughts, talk to you about what's going on, what I have plans for this next new year, and uh, just really encouraging you to take the next steps in your in your healing journey um, as we heal the underlying causes that that of men of the underlying causes that cause the anxiety and depression and other mental health issues in our life. Um, speaking of which, I've been reading a book by Jackson McKenzie. Uh, I'll probably put the link in my in my in the show notes called Whole Again. And I'm telling you, this book is, <laughs> it is outrageously good. I would highly encourage you, um, if you struggle with borderline personality disorder, bipolar, um, toxic relationships, um, self-worth issues, anything doing um, with how you feel about yourself and the book is just um, every single page is highlighted, and it really goes into. He really talks about uh, one of the first books, to be honest with you, that I've read. Interesting enough, the guy's not a therapist, um, not even an anxiety coach. He just was in toxic relationships, um, and they were the, the toxic relationships will keep on. It was a the cycle kept on going and going and going until he finally. Um, made a decision to get out of a toxic relationship that he was in. And then he started doing some self-discovery on why he was allowing himself to get into these types of uh, relationships. And that's when he came up with, first he started with uh, Cycle Free, was one of his books. And then he wrote Whole Again. Cycle Free was more around uh, narcissistic uh, relationships and getting away from psychopaths and those types of things. It's really talking about being in the middle of the relationship. So he he talks in that context. In Whole Again, he talks about his context and what he did to heal. And you know, to be honest with you, reading the book, uh, a lot of what I coach and a lot of what I teach. Um, it was really very confirming for me that first of all, <laughs> what I'm coaching and what I'm teaching is is in line with what other people uh, think, which was it's always a good confirmation. Um, but also just just allows allowed me to kind of introspect uh, in like I'm a really I'm really big on looking in and discovering what's really going on, and you know even though I struggle with. Uh, intrusive thoughts and OCD tendencies and panic attacks and general anxiety. It really at this at the at the surface that's what I feel. Well, I I happen to think even in um, you know in my ten year healing journey here I've been struggling with mental health issues for thirty years. I always tell people twenty of those years were unhealthy um, with alcohol and fights and arguments and blaming and those types of things in 10 years uh, healing. And really, to be frank, probably a good seven to six years of really introspecting 
myself discovering the deeper seated issues that 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 live within me that manifest themselves in the, the depression, again, OCD tendencies, intrusive thoughts, uh, those types of things. And what I've discovered in my own healing journey is really, you know, this kind of, this. I have this unrelenting sense of inadequacy. Um, and what people tend to do when they when they have these types of struggles, as I do, is they tend to focus on the doing. So like, take, for instance, me. I, I'm constantly in a state of mind of, especially when I'm really struggling with the inadequate feelings, is I'm constantly in the mind of, I got to do something. I got to do something. I got to do something. I have to go exercise to feel good, to feel better about myself. I have to... Um, Put boundaries, you know, cross people, allow people to treat me a certain way. Um, so removal, removal of the boundaries, um, which is typically not a proper way of being treated, but allow myself to be treated some way or really beat up on my own self, like constantly questioning myself, like I should have said this or I should have said that or I mumble or, um, I, when I write a post, I'm missing words and the grammar is not right. And uh, even when I'm writing a blog, like this just makes sense. And just ruminating on those inadequate uh, sensations and feelings. And so as I was reading his book, and I, I knew this about myself, to be honest. I knew that I, I had a, a sense of inadequacy. But it was the doing part that I was constantly in the process of. And his approach, interesting enough, when I teach people and when I coach people in my sessions um, or through my social channels or my anxiety Facebook group that I have, um, I, I, I always talk about what you resist will persist or what you can't feel or what, or what you refuse to feel won't heal. And I wasn't doing that myself. I was thinking that I was you know, since I had these feelings and I was doing exercising and doing the blogging and doing what I was doing was that's, that's what I was taught. That was, that's what healing was about. And reading his book really, really helped me formulate, um, uh, my thinking around, you know what, that's not what we need to be doing. Like, I don't need to be doing that. What I need to be doing is, get a better understanding of the feeling, of the sensation, and then focus on those that sensation or feeling. Um, like when I feel the inadequacy feeling, um, and if you guys struggle with some of this, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it's like a depression type feeling. You just get a heaviness. I just get a heaviness in my chest and um, just kind of just droop down, and I call it in state. And you can see it when I coach people, you can see where I triggered them and they get themselves in state. So either they're getting themselves into a depressive episode or a high anxiety episode, a panic episode, you can see kind of the body, the somatic events in their body start to change. Um, and so I have that happen to me when I have these types of feelings come on. And what he teaches is he teaches us, um, he doesn't really teach, he kind of, he talks about being focused on that feeling. And then as you get focused on the feeling, what will happen is our brains will, our, I call it the wall. He calls it the protective self. 
the wall will start coming up and it will start telling you reasons why you have the feeling, right? So take, for instance, this podcast. Um, hypothetically, I hope this doesn't happen, but if it does, I'll take care of it. After the podcast, I typically listen over it and I'm like, uh, I should probably change that or I should probably change that or I should probably, I should have did this or I should have did that or I should have talked about this and man, I'm mumbling there and I'm nasaled there and I'm too loud, gain, they can hear things in the background. So I'll start questioning myself and as I start questioning myself, the the inadequacy feelings are coming up, right? So the heaviness starts to kick in and now I'm starting to ruminate on on what I did and how, what I said and, and all those types of things, focusing on the story, right? So the story was the podcast and what I should have said and what I didn't say and I mumbled and stuttered and whatever and used what and hum too much. And what I've been doing to kind of refocus that is now focus on the feeling, right? So focus on the heaviness without allowing myself the story. So what I would do is I'll take some deep breaths. I'll focus on that particular feeling. I'll start getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? Because it's a very uncomfortable feeling. I'll start being uncomfortable in that feeling. And as the, as my mind drifts to the stories, I'll refocus my attention on the feeling. Again, I'll start to drift. I'll start to, my sto stories will start. And then I'll refocus my attention on the feeling. What that does over time is it gets you, it, it gets you comfortable with being uncomfortable. And when you can become comfortable with being uncomfortable, you'll become comfortable. Because at the heart of that feeling is fear. Right? I don't want to feel the fear associated with that, right? Inadequacy is the deeper seated issue. But then the fear kicks in because now I start questioning and I start ruminating on the, the giving event, right? And so what we need to do is we need to take a step back, remove ourselves from the stories that we tell ourselves, and just focus on the feeling. I'll give you an example. Last night I was coaching a, a woman um, that struggles with fear and worthlessness and not feeling adequate, um, being alone, things like that. And what I did is um, in our exercise together is I had her focus on the feeling. So I read back to her those those words. Um, I, I made her see herself. I did a modality with her. Uh, it's an NLP modality where, where we did some screen work or some movie work. And essentially what happens in that modality is I – uh, get the person in a state. Um, uh, it's called a it's a hypnotic state, um, uh, and kind of a conscious be kind of state. If if you're familiar with that kind of vernacular, but I get them in that state, and then uh, we focus. We do some movie work stuff, and basically what I do is I have her envision her sitting on a couch, looking at an event on a screen, and reliving what that woman on the couches, what that woman on the screen is feeling. And so we did this work together and really it's kind of hard to describe if we're not really working with one another together on this, but um, had her f do that work and she started getting panicky. She started feeling it in her chest. And after I got her somewhat in state, I, I had her focus on the feeling. 
Um, and I'll tell you, she, I mean, she had a full blown panic attack. She was in, she was in a state 10 for a good 10 minutes. Um, and when I, when, when I would, I would encourage her that as she was drifting to the stories, right? We know the stories. The story is the, the, the story is the why, right? Now we need to get to the what, and the what is, what do we want to learn from this? What do we, what do we want to do with this? Uh, what do we want to change from this? Those types of things that allows us to introspect and allows us to change those things that we need to change. So I had her walk through that and you can see where I can tell because when she started to drift, her, her state started to change and she started to get more relaxed because that's, that's reassurance, right? The story is reassurance. So I had her get away from the story and focus back on the feeling and you can see the state going back up. And so I had her sit in that state for, a, like I said, a good 10, maybe even close to 15 minutes. And it was brutal. I can just tell she wanted to get out of it. I can tell she wanted to escape. Um, if you've never experienced a panic attack before, she was in full-blown panic. Um, but you know what? She lived through it. She was uncomfortable. After the event, she looked like she looked like she just needed a break. She it was time to get off. Time to, the session was done. She needed to go take a nap. Um, and then I reached out with her. I reached out to her today. Uh, the session was last night. I reached out to her today, and she said she had the best night's sleep she's had in months. Feels a lot much better. Um, and just in that one event. Just focusing our attention on that emotion, on that feeling, can can thereby release the feeling, and that's what's key. A lot of us, what we do is we try to run from it, we try to ignore it, we try to distract it, and that's what I was doing with the things that I was doing for the inadequacy feeling. I was actually doing the things in which I coach not to do: distraction, um, run from it, ignore it. I was just doing it in the in the in the in what I call healthy coping, running, exercising, blogging, journaling, writing, those types of things, uh, which are all healthy activities and all healthy things that we should be doing. But that was deterrent. That was deterring me from actually focusing on the real issue. And now what I do is I do kind of a I check in with my body and I do a daily practice. So I call this worry time. Uh, there's some EFT techniques that we can do along the way to kind of relieve the tension, so to say, but we need to focus our attention on it. Um, and that's the way we get, when we become, like I said, when we get comfortable with being uncomfortable, we'll get comfortable again. And so really powerful stuff, really powerful techniques and modalities. And it really begins with identifying those underlying issues and healing those things in which we struggle with. Again, guys, the depression, the borderline personality disorder, the even bipolarness, um, anxiety, OCD, intrusive thoughts. These are all manifestations um, of typically deeper-seated issues. And if we can identify those deeper-seated issues and start healing those deeper-seated issues, the manifestations, like I just talked about, will eventually subside. So again, I'd encourage you check him check him out. His, his name is Jackson McKenzie. It's M A C K E N Z I E. Uh, Jackson is his first name, uh, like uh, J J A C X S O N. Um, great book called Whole Again. I'd highly encourage you to check it out.
Once again, guys, uh, thank you for joining my podcast, and I look forward to our next one. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. Make sure to follow me on all the social media channels like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at beatanxiety.me. Um, and then also make sure to check out my website, beatanxiety.me, for some great content on how we can overcome and heal uh, anxiety in our life. Thanks so much. Take care now. Till next time. Bye.